we've covered a lot of great stuff so far today, John. I'd now like to ask you, looking back on everything, if you can give one piece of advice to a younger version of yourself, what would you give? Yeah. Oh, only one, Vincent? Come on. I, <laughs> I got like so many. But listen, if I had to boil it down, I'd say you need to have patient ambition. I think way too many people are you know, watching social media, seeing people on private jets, everything's glamorized. And they're like, why not me? Why am I there? Not there yet. And the reality is, is go put in the hard work, go put in the time, go work on something you really are passionate about, like you are, and go through that march of time without the pressures you put on yourself, go live the life you want to live, not the life that others want to live. And just have that patient ambition to build the life that you want and have clarity on that. Know what you want in your true north life plan. Have a 30-year plan and take your time. Life's a journey. Go enjoy the process of getting there and stop looking at all the other noise that's coming in trying to you know disjoint you. Mental Health Champions, we are back and I'm excited to bring on today's guest. I had the chance to interview him for an episode that will be aired next month over on That Entrepreneur Show, but of course saw the overlap. He had the courage to come on and share his story. So John, welcome back and thank you for joining that. Thank you for joining a mental health break, everyone. I'm catching up my words. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Vince. I appreciate you taking the time to come on, everyone. Be sure to stay tuned for his journey on the entrepreneur side. But for today, we're going to talk about a lot of things, including how he maintains such a great mental health with being so busy in the entrepreneurial world. Before we dive in today, I am going to, of course, show love to our show partner, Tampa Counseling and Wellness. My good friend Carlos Garcia is doing great things over there, expanding his practice to include more services to help more people. Be sure to head to tampacw.com if you need someone to talk to. But for today, we're diving into John's story. John, from wherever you feel comfortable, please share your mental health story. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I appreciate uh, the opportunity. You know, uh, as an entrepreneur, um, you go through a lot of ups and downs and peaks and valleys and successes and failures along the journey. And, um, you know, along that pathway, um, I was always running 100 miles an hour really hard down the road, but never really took the time to sit down with myself to self-reflect on ultimately what I was trying to achieve in my life until which time I had a massive failure in my life. And unfortunately, uh, sometimes it takes a moment in life uh, to have somebody you know wake up and realize uh, that they need to take care of themselves. They need to take care of their minds and their bodies and their health and their relationships all at the same time. And so for me, that was a little bit of a rude awakening when I realized that taking care of myself would actually help my business, would help my relationships, would help my relationship with my kids or my wife or whatever I was looking to do. And so uh, unfortunately, Vince, as I mentioned, you know, I, I was always running with my business, right? And it's like, okay, let's get together our team and talk about our strategic business plan for this year and that. But I never really took the time myself, blank sheet of paper, uh, a, sell, a retreat for myself to be thinking through, what do I actually want in life? Where am I actually going? And so my business plan was going to the right. My personal plan, I didn't have one. So let's just say it was going to the left. They were completely disjointed. And when I was able to marry those two together, there was this moment of clarity that kind of came over me in terms of, all right, uh, I now realize that life is about me. It's not about the business is a part of my life. My relationships are a part of my life. My health is a part of my life, but you know, this whole thing's about me and where I'm going to go. And so 
to me, that was a big moment of a massive awakening when I realized I need time to self-reflect. I need an, I need a true North life plan for myself. And I then designed a 30 year plan for myself. What do I want to achieve 30 years from now? And what I'm going to do every single day to work towards that plan. Well, thank you for sharing all of that. Some, it was brought up to me on this show and I don't know who said it. It's been brought up a few times. You can't help others and fill their cups until you actually take the time to fill yours or you'll go down the wrong path. You'll hit your head. Thank you for sharing that. Everyone out there, self-reflect, then self-care. What works for some doesn't work for everyone, but there are techniques out there for you. John, what are some things you do to maintain a positive mental health? Everyone out there knows for me, my day starts with exercise. I'm the weirdo in the gym at 3.30 in the morning because that's what pushes me now to go 12 hours as we're recording this. What are some things that work for you? Yeah, and I think you hit on a big key that, that works for me is routine. Yes. Whatever your routine is, like I'm, I'm not going to go up at 3.30 in the morning. I, I can't do that, but I can do 6.30 or 7.30. And so I'll work out three to four days a week, 6.30 to 7.30. And I have different routines that I have in my life. But there's also something, Vince, that really connected with me, which is 95% of our daily actions are subconscious. They're already programmed. They're already built into our lives. And so how do you program your subconscious mind? And one of the things to, that I learned from a coach, a John Mitchell of mine, who taught me, he teaches the science of success at the University of Austin, Texas, phenomenal gentleman. And he said, listen, you need to program your autopilot because if 95% of your daily actions are pre-planned, they're, they're going to happen. They're part of your routine. What are you telling yourself every single day that's programming your subconscious mind? So when you have to make that choice of getting up or not getting up or that choice of eating healthy or not eating healthy or whatever those may be, 95% of that can be predetermined in a, ahead of time. So I have a daily visualization uh, after I do go work out uh, early in the morning. That's a routine of mine. Um, and then the first thing I do before I start my day is I have a 12 minute visualization that I read that goes through who I want to be in my life in my health, in my relationships, spirituality, and in business. And then I also have a part of it that talks about the improvements I want to make this particular quarter. And so I never used to do that. I used to add Amazing. visualizations. I'm not going to do a visual. I don't need a visualization. But what's interesting is now a lot of my decisions are pre-programmed based on routine. And that has really been a big change in my life for the past couple of years. I can resonate a little bit where I started to do affirmations more. And I'm like, oh, these are silly. And I'm just saying junk to myself but as yeah. you start to embody it and you do it a little more and a little more it really does move the needle quite a bit um thank you again for sure your lights out today i mean this guy lit it up on that entrepreneur show i can't wait for that episode to come out and you're doing the same stuff today but we, we previewed a little bit about what you do john right we talked about how you maintain a mental health to do all the great work you do what is that great work for everyone out listening on to get to know you a little more yeah. So I recently have a book called The $100 Million Journey that I released, which is my story of massive failure and trying to grow a company to $100 million, all the lessons I learned within it, and then applying the principles I've learned to another business to successfully grow that to north of $100 million. So that's kind of the, the case study of that particular book and that journey. Uh, but I also am the CEO and chairperson of uh, Rhombus Group, which is a private holding company. Uh, we have five uh, medium-sized business, small and medium-sized businesses that we manage in that portfolio. And, and I work with entrepreneurs. I do a lot of um, business coaching, strategic planning, uh, and speaking for, for businesses. I love that. What was the motivation to write the book? Like, did you always, let me back up. Yeah. Did you always want to become a published author before these ideas came out to put this book out? 
Yeah, I think in my in my youth, I was like, you know, someday I want to write a business book. And then the question would be like, okay, what are you going to write about? And I'm like, ah, I don't really know. <laughs> I have some skills, but so doesn't everybody else. And it really, Vince, it wasn't until I had this massive failure in my life. And, and a lot of the story I talk about in my book is that journey of self-reflection, finding myself and what is my purpose and what do I want to do in life and connecting my true north life plan to what I've been trying to achieve in business and just that real connection point. Um and then when I applied the lessons I learned to my business and was successfully able to grow a business the right way right. and do it the right way, I was like, okay, now I got to share the story because my mission now, my purpose uh, really in life is to go help others, you know, build the lives and businesses of their dreams without falling off the cliff. I love it. And I'm a big advocate for giving back any way we can. I had people help me on my journey and it may have been insignificant to them, but for me, it meant the world. And I know that I'm nowhere near the success levels I will be at. But right now, inspiring other podcasters, inspiring other writers, that's what I'm loving to do. At one point, I was the money-hungry MBA guy, PwC, Merrill Lynch, that mindset. But that just didn't fulfill me. And I found myself much happier in life being able to help make others' dreams come through, through podcasts, through books, and bringing on guests like this today because we get to help everyone out there tuning in let you know you are not alone. We've covered a lot of great stuff so far today, John. I'd now like to ask you, looking back on everything, if you can give one piece of advice to a younger version of yourself, what would you give? Yeah. Oh, only one, Vincent? Come on. Man. <laughs> I, I got like so many. But listen, if I had to boil it down, I'd say you need to have patient ambition. I think way too many people are you know, watching social media, seeing people on private jets, everything's glamorized. And they're like, why not me? Why am I there? Not there yet. And the reality is, is go put in the hard work, go put in the time, go work on something you really are passionate about, like you are, and go through that march of time without the pressures you put on yourself, go live the life you want to live, not the life that others want to live. And just have that patient ambition to build the life that you want and have clarity on that. Know what you want in your true North life plan. Have a 30-year plan and take your time. Life's a journey. Go enjoy the process of getting there and stop looking at all the other noise that's coming in trying to you know disjoint you. I love that. Um, things always seem so much more serious and we overthink it in the moment at the time, but that's just, I guess, part of growing and learning lessons. I've had a great time today, John. If there's one piece of mental health advice now that we can sign off everybody with before we get your contact info, I want to make sure I ask where we could find this book. What's one piece of mental health advice as someone who's found success, found a way to stay forward? Um, something that you haven't shared yet. Cause I, I love the, the 12 minutes in the morning. I love the realization plans. It's amazing. Yeah. For me, Vincent, it's perspective. Uh, in my greatest moments of, um, reflection or fear or failure, I always resorted to perspective. Uh, you know, what's so bad, seems so bad to me in that moment, in the grand scheme of life and all the things that are going on in the world, uh, my problem was minuscule compared to some of the massive problems that others face or, you know, situations they may find themselves in medically or other, other types of situations. And so have perspective that your problem may not be as big as you think it may be, uh, and, and put it in its proper right. Uh, that to me is the biggest mental health piece that has helped me along my journey and helped many entrepreneurs that I work with. I love that advice. Thank you for sharing. Now, for everybody who wants to connect with you further, where can we find you online? 
Yeah, uh, $100 million journeys on Amazon. So you can go buy the $100 million journey book if interested in that. Uh, it talks a lot about that story of self-reflection and purpose and finding my true north. Or you can go to 100mjourney.com. So 100m is in million journey.com uh, where you can find all my contact information and social feeds. Thank you for sharing that, everyone. Be sure to go check him out online and say hello. He's a great guy to have in your network. And be sure to be on the lookout for his show on That Entrepreneur Show next month. And with that, I want to make sure you check out the show online. We're at a mental health pot, health, a mental health break podcast on Instagram, a mental health break everywhere else because we got locked out on IG and we don't know how to get back. And I am at Vincent A. Lancy on all social. Be sure to head to YouTube and throw a subscribe there to catch some video clips from today's show. And with that, we are signing off today. John, thanks again for making time. Thanks for having me, man.